on this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. So thank you, Universal, because now we have Star Wars. <laughs> this is where it gets a little weird. I'm, <laughs> I'm openly admitting that gets where it's a little weird. You get to sit down, there's backs on the chairs, and you can nap. <laughs> it's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. <laughs> I was going to say almost a tragedy. No, it is a tragedy. So keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times, and here we go! Good day, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night. Hello. Hi, welcome. It could be... It could be any of those day times it's of the day. True enough. So that's I think fine. the good night would be a like, are you listening to us when you're sleepy? I guess so. We could put you to sleep at night. I right. You never know when you're listening. I never know when you're listening. That would be creepy if I did. <laughs> we're like we're like in your house. We're in your house. Uh that would be weird. <laughs> This has started in a weird spot today, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm in a weird mood. There's a lot happening. So, you know, in the world, not here, but in the world in general. So, yeah. So it just is affecting our brains, I think, a little differently. Yes. Totally. Um, so on this episode, we decided we're going to go back and do some more park I was going to say park lingo, park talk, park speak. Yeah. Um, one of another one of our virtual tours uh, of a Disney theme park, and uh, since we were talking about Galaxy's Edge as our last episode, we thought we would continue going to uh, Florida and talking Disney World, but talking about the park that has Galaxy's Edge in Florida, which is. <laughs> Hollywood Studios, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Don't forget the Disney's because if you just say Hollywood Studios, that's not correct. Right. It is Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, DHS is the lingo term for Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, if you want to be in the know, that's what it is. It used to be originally it was the MGM Studios is what it opened as in on when it opened i can't and i don't know what i was gonna say there but that's it used to be yeah disney mgm studios is what its official title was on opening day of the park mm. interesting um so it was kind of a collab between disney and mgm which is was the first kind of of its, of its type in disney theme parks uh, yeah, and the last. I love it that we started something, and now it now we're done. <laughs> yeah, this is a great idea, and now it's over. It wasn't this, a great idea. That's why. See, this was uh, Disney's attempt to go toe to toe with Universal Studios, which had that movie making market in both orlando and california so they're like hey we're gonna make a studios and we're not great at doing studios right now so we'll we'll uh join a great group or join with an an actual movie studio studio group and uh, create a theme park and that didn't work out very well yeah 
<laughs> is no longer <laughs> it was short lived I'm I mean universal like in all fairness we sometimes we're we're hard on universal but in all fairness universal is good at what it is like it, it is good at what it's done for itself <laughs> if that makes any sense so like if you've ever been to universal whether it's um in California or in Florida, if you've ever been to the universal theme parks they're for what they are, they're fine. And my personal favorite for sure um, is the one in California. It's not just because I've been to the one in Florida a lot, but if I, if I want to be, because we are in California and that is where Hollywood is and that's where all the stars are and movies are made and, uh, Tinseltown, if you will. Um, the one in Universal, the Universal in um, California um, has like some of the things that you just can't see in the Florida one because it's in Florida, um, not in Hollywood. So you like get to go like in the one in now we're doing like a little plug for Universal, but the one in California, you get to do like the backlot tour for uh, example and that is really cool because you get to see like places where they shot like back to the future and jaws and psycho and all those kinds of fun things that you don't get to see other places they could recreate them sure um but these are the originals that they actually used in the movie um so again it's just one of those things that i mean universal is a movie studio so automatically if they're trying to make a movie themed park they just have the upper hand that yeah, that they, the end of story <laughs> they do what they do well and yeah uh, that's what disney did have a back lot tour I, I say this with like i'm giggling and laughing at the time um the which they created um that was an attraction that was at hollywood studios up until um oh i want to say i don't remember like five or six years ago six years ago i think it closed nope i want to say maybe eight years ago or nine years ago Mm -hmm. just before just after i left they closed the backlot tour um it was not the same as going to Universal Hollywood Studios. So, um, yes, it was the same, but no, it wasn't the same. They did the same (laughs) thing and they created the same thing at Universal Studios in Orlando as well. They created a back lot tour. And I always say, okay, it was the same. You got on a tram, you toured some um, large, famous props and houses um, in the the mgm disney version of it um one of the houses that you did get to see which it's kind of sad that they took out was uh the house for golden girls that they used mm, that would be cool there um so that was kind of cool in that way but and then large props so large vehicles that type of thing they made uh catastrophe canyon i am using air quotes for all those um which was what parts like kind of like mixes two parts of the 
Universal Hollywood's backlog tour because they do show you all these places where they actually did film things, but then they show you how effects can come out of nowhere. So they did that at uh, Disney's backlog tour too, um, but that was the it. It was a very small. Um, it was started bigger and then it got smaller and smaller and then it was no point to even having it. Um, and same with Universal Orlando. It was bigger and then it made smaller. And now it is just the everybody's least favorite part about the Hollywood uh, back clock tour. They've made into a whole attraction now, Amanda. So if you recall in the Hollywood Universal Backlot Tour, there's the section where the tram goes into that tunnel and um, it used to be King Kong and they got rid of King Kong and now it is Fast and the Furious ride vehicle. Yeah, they've made that a whole attraction. So you go on a tram and you go into that spot and that's the whole thing. Well, that's lame. Yeah, so you miss all the fun things of like maybe <laughs> possibly seeing a movie star drive through. Yeah, yeah, because they drive on I, actual roads of the studios. So yeah, and so you were always like, or they'd be like, "Oh, we can't go down this road because they're actually doing filming today," and you're like, "Well, this is like an actual live, uh, like movie studio." So, anyways, I just you can't really recreate that. I mean, you can, but not not, not well. well. <laughs> so go i will 100 percent. if you've never been to universal um in hollywood please go it's really you should go there at least once and just experience it it's really fun um for what it is but uh and i mean you want to go to the florida one because of harry potter yeah so i always say without universal studios and the competition always being up in florida um, I would say we probably wouldn't have Galaxy's Edge to begin with mm. because the 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 building of Harry Potter and the amount of people that drew into Universal Studios um, is kind of what I think made Star Wars such an, an attraction, attractive attraction and land and section to build in Disney theme park. So mm-hmm. totally. So thank you, Universal, because now we have Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, not all, it's not all bad, right? That's right. That's right. Before we start talking about um, this lovely park, uh, please note that I have been to Disney World one time. So uh, Jenny will be doing lots of talking and sharing of facts. Um, I can talk about places where I went um, and things that I rode. <laughs> But um, I am not a big, I don't have a lot of information for Disney World. So just wanted to point that out in case you're like, oh, well, Amanda's going to have some good tips and tricks. Mm, probably not. I also want to just preface with saying they've changed this park since I've been there. I'm There's a lot that I'll miss and I'll probably mention a bunch of stuff that's no longer there, which is sad. Um, but it's still an amazing park. I would say, I say, I say, it is my favorite theme park at Disney World after Magic Kingdom. And 
it's the one I went to the most after Magic Kingdom. So if I didn't go to Magic Kingdom, you would find me at Hollywood Studios. And I just think it's a full experience park. So one thing that Magic Kingdom does is has a lot of attractions. One thing that on a regular basis and used to have is Hollywood Studios would have a lot of attractions, but also a lot of shows to see. So a lot of experiences in that way in attractions. So a little bit different than other theme parks that have less stuff going on, but had the least amount of attractions for the longest time. Right. It is quite immersive as a park. So I get what you're saying. Like it's an immersive, as soon as you walk in, you're kind of immersed in your surroundings. And I did really enjoy the theming of this park. Um, I have some pictures that I'll post of uh, Jonathan and I and Emma walking around. I don't know where everyone else was. <laughs> oh, you guys were watching the Muppets show. That's where you were. Um, they were watching the Muppets show. Uh, Aiden and Jenny and my mom were watching the Muppets show, but Emma didn't want to go. So she hung out with us and we just walked around and saw things. So I have some pictures of that. I just can't believe that she didn't want to watch Muppets 3D. I know she was, I don't know why she just didn't want to, but, but yeah, so we took some fun pictures because there is like, they do have some streets where you can like pretend you're like catching a bus or taxi. Sorry, Emma's catching a taxi or like mailing a letter or like coming out of a street. Anyways, um, there's some really kind of fun because it's a studio. So they tried to do some studio like some set kind of pieces where you could like pretend to do stuff. So we did that for a bit and that was really fun. I'm also going to feel like you're in a movie. Preface that saying they got rid of a lot of that, by the way. Um, (laughs) Right. I was going to say they probably did because they needed the space, but what else? That's a prime section where they uh, redid things, but I will. Well, talk about it when we get there um so let's talk about getting into the park so to because we're talking about disney world i'm going to just talk a little bit about getting to different parks and different having different um options available so if you're staying on a disney property or visiting multiple parks in one day there's different ways to travel from park to park so hollywood studios is a great option because it has uh three different ways to get to the park so now with the opening of the skyliner you can get there by land you can get there by air and you can get there by water which is kind of fun to say um so you can take the skyliner in um if you're staying at a resort property around there or if you're at epcot you can take it over from epcot uh you can take a bus over from different parks or you or resorts or you can take the friendship boats which is one of my favorite ways um and the friendship boats will go from some of the resorts close to hollywood studios and also from epcot over so you can take the friendship boats from world showcase entrance all the way over to um hollywood studios it's not all the way it's pretty close there those the parks are pretty close together so when I say all the way, I don't really mean all the way. I mean a small amount of worm um, to that. So it's kind of a fun way. Um, when you do get to the park there, you come to this entrance. You, and you notice right away that this Disney park is different. It's It fits in kind of with uh, California Adventure with the theming of it is definitely 
It's definitely fits in with Disney's California Adventure. It is an Art Deco style when you when you look at the gate when you look at uh-huh. it. It's yeah, very Art Deco style. After you walk into the gate on your left hand side, I highly tape make I highly highly recommend you see this lovely uh, California craftsman style, almost what looks like a house on your left hand side. I highly recommend you stop here immediately before you go any further um or make it stop here at some point in time this is sids sids has one of a kind movie memorabilia um so things like headshots signed headshots of things stills or um of movies or cartoon frames of different movies props all sorts of stuff and you can buy it and take it home if you want but you never know what they're gonna have at sids so i always say stop in and see what sids has the setup of this park is different than disney's usual hub and spoke because it was never set up as a hub and spoke park no this park is kind of like a meandering park I mean, it's sort of, they sort of tried to make it a hub and spoke, I feel. Like, they tried to, like, fix it or, like, make it like that, but it isn't. Which actually, when I was there, when we were there visiting, really annoyed me. On a level. Because <laughs> I wanted it to be a hub and spoke, but it's not. I mean, there is, like, a main middle place, if you will, but... But then there's like uh like stuff that goes down to like the side all the way to like where Fantasmic is and anyways just you'll need to look at a map for this one because it's not it's not laid out in a like organized fashion which really bothers the type 1 enneagram in myself. It's also not a circle either so it's kind of a long no. part. So in yeah. some ways it's shaped kind of like uh disney's california adventure kind of a long and skinny park is kind of what it started out being it has more circular routes now than it used to have but there's some there's some spots where you can go around and not have to go backtrack but there's definitely some spots you need to go backtrack um well i'm one of the reasons i'm pointing this out is if you ever look at a map of a California Disney's California Hollywood Hollywood Studios no not California Disney's Hollywood Studios you might catch part of one of the largest hidden Mickeys that you're gonna see um so if you look at the center of the the park you'll may be able to make out what used to be a hidden Mickey um, so he's kind of still there, but kind of not as pronounced as he used to be. Um, yeah, so there you go. So it's not a hub and spoke, but there is a, uh, a hidden Mickey that you might want to look at. So when you, after you walk through Stids, um, if you continue down, you have Hollywood Boulevard there. It kind of has all the shops and all the foods. It's kind of like the main street entrance as most parks have a little one. Yeah. And then when you come to the end of it, kind of has a. This is where it gets a little weird. I'm, I'm <laughs> openly admitting this because we're a little weird. Very. Because before you get to the end of it, there's kind of like, oh, you can go off to the the left here, or you can go down a little bit further and then go to the right, or you can go into this big open space. So there is a little bit of a 
a non-fluidity in the way this park is laid out. Okay, I admit it. <laughs> yeah, it's not very organized in like a logical sense, unfortunately. But that it is what it is. Um, so when you come to this kind of first jet off point ish thing, if you go to the left here, you're gonna go towards most of the newer attractions are this direction. Or yes. straightforward. If you go a little bit further and you go to the right, that's where you're going to get um, Amanda's favorite attraction. No. The Hol- We're not going... That is a lie. That goes to the Hollywood Tower of Terror, which is not my favorite ride. So we'll walk... We'll, uh, at this point, I think we'll walk towards that one because it's kind of its own yeah. little section. We'll talk about this end of the park. So uh, turning left, going down what they call Sunset Boulevard... Um, you have more shops, food outlets. There's my favorite candy stores here on the left-hand side. And then more food outlets and everything going down on this side. Um, you will see at the end of the park, this is kind of like the big, uh, reveal here of the Hollywood Tower of Terror. This is the original Tower Tower of Terror. It's built like it was originally supposed to be built. That's what I'm going to say. The ride is a little different than the attraction in any other I'm just trying to remember any other Disney theme park that I've been to definitely different than even California used to be because it didn't have the movement forward like this one does so it's down there at the end about halfway down on your right hand side there's kind of an open area and that leads to the Beauty and the Beast live on stage production yes where you get to see Beauty and the Beast live on stage in musical format, it's an annotated version. There yeah. is a dancing Mrs. Potts and a dancing Chip. Um, so the fun story from this attraction um, was that uh, they choose a special guest princess, or they used to. I don't know what they do now because COVID, who knows. Uh, but they used to choose a special guest princess um, who got to... Uh, be a special guest they got you uh whoever was with this special princess obviously a child um would get to sit in vip seating um and then at the end of the production they get to go up to the front um and they get a rose um from bell um and uh and prince andrew at this point because he's no longer a beast um, and then she gets to help close out the show by waving to everyone and everything. So um, we were waiting to go see this show. We were meeting up with um, Jenny and my husband and her friend um, because they had been go. They went to go ride, shockingly, um, Hollywood Tower of Terror. And I think you were doing Rocking Roller Coaster too because they're close together. Um, so we were waiting for them, and we said we would meet up to go see the Beauty and the Beast show. And as we're standing and waiting there with me, my mom, and my kids, um, this lovely lady comes up and asks my daughter, hey, are you waiting to go see the Beauty and the Beast show? And she's like, yes. And the lady's like, would you like to be a special princess? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, we're just standing here. minding. We didn't even know this was a thing. Um, so she got to be the special princess for the day. So she still has the rose um, that she got. 
uh, somewhere in her room and she got like a little certificate and stuff and it was just really cool um i'll try to post a picture if she'll let me uh but yeah it's just a really cool neat uh disney moment um that just happened all throughout disney world actually there was just lots of little things that um that happened that you just can't you can't recreate them it's not something that you can recreate (laughs) so that was really cool it was really cool and i remember coming back from riding our rides and having to find you guys and you someone was standing out front because you had to tell us where you were at and then when we went to our vip sitting which is like the third or fourth row back from the stage i've seen this multiple times that was the closest i've ever sat at it but and then you were telling me i'm like oh that's a fun disney magical moment so (laughs) i'm glad it happened it made it made it definitely made uh my niece's trip a lot yes yes she remembers this fondly this experience i highly recommend it uh if they're i don't know if they're currently doing it because of current situations if they're have brought it back yet if not you'll have to wait till next time but if you can catch it i recommend it it's a great it's a great afternoon sit down so a it's not in a covered it's in a covered theater but not a closed theater so it's cool you're out of the sun you get to sit down there's backs on the chairs and you can nap i'm just gonna say (laughs) napping places are always good i know my i know my nap spots if you want to know them so that's a a nice little and it's relaxing you get to rest your feet the one thing i just want to point out about like both hollywood boulevard and sunset boulevard there are buildings in the 1920s uh art deco style so i didn't didn't feel like i mentioned that so they're very Hollywood themed. Yes, there's spots, as Amanda said, where you can do different Hollywood prop things. There's suitcases that you can sit on and take some great pictures. So there's great photo opportunities in this park along yeah. both streets. Yeah, totally. Um, the Across the way from Beauty and the Beast, I just want to point out there is Fair, Fairfax Fair, which is a quick service kind of sit down place. It's all open. So it's all like picnic tables ish but it's great it's a great little place to grab some fast quick service food um it's one of the bigger spots in this park so i always highly recommend it to be a place that you want if it's nice outside you want to sit outside and it's not too hot grab a hot dog and some fries or it does north american type food so and it's there to to feed that there's also there's also the ice cream spot at that same spot so i was gonna say i remember the ice cream that's what i remember there's ice cream there so definitely hit up the ice cream if you want ice cream i'm all about ice cream in florida especially it's just so humid you need ice cream all day long and you'll never get enough yeah yes so yes there's also ice cream there obviously i took my family for ice cream so further down now we get to the end of this kind of section where we have two major attractions to get to from here um one is this is rock and roller coasters when we get to the end of this park it is an indoor roller coaster currently themed to aerosmith it's like you're supposedly you're on a studio tour in their in their recording and then they 
invite you to a show and then you have to get in this limo and go. Um, it's a roller coaster. It's an indoor roller coaster. It's gonna be the most thrilling roller coaster currently they have at Disney. It has a loop in it, so it's the same it's exactly the same lo- layout they have at Disney Hollywood Studios in Paris. So they're the matchy matchy. Um there is some talk that it is going th- might be going through a change sometime soon, but they keep talking about it and they, it hasn't happened. So we'll see if they change anything. I've written it a bunch, so um, I I've only written the one in Disneyland Paris, so twice, I think. I think we wrote it twice, um, and it was fine. It was a little scary because it's a launch coaster and I don't like launch coasters, but whatever, whatever, guys, it's fine. Um, I didn't mind going upside down in the dark, though. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, it's it's it is what it is. Um, over in the section two, they have Lightning McLean's Racing Academy, which is a newer attraction. It's a very kiddie ride. It's for all ages. It's Lightning McQueen. That's all I'm going to say. About, that's all I'm going to say about that. And then the last ride is Amanda's favorite, as we all know. Hollywood Hotels Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Uh, I said this is the original. It's still my favorite Tower of Terror. I think it will be until they ever change it, which I don't think they will. Um, the best one of the best Disney themed attractions ever. Uh, again, if I could ride it without doing the drops, that would be great. But the drops are the attraction. No, but I want to ride. Like- I, I want to do everything up to the drops and then get off. Um, fun fact about that I love to point out about this ride. <laughs> moving on, moving on from Amanda's hate <laughs> of the drop tower. That was so quick. You didn't even comment. You're like, okay, well, let's just move right along. Moving along. Uh, I, I just we every time we try and get her on it. So we think she would enjoy it, but she doesn't. But it's still one of our one of mine and her husband's personal favorites. My boyfriend, Jeff, also now will probably never get on this again because he is not a fan of the drops either. So. No. One of my favorite kind of tricks, tips, tricks, there's lots for Hollywood Tower of Terror, is that when you're at the top and the... It's a drop tower. It goes up and down. When you're at the top, the top opens. If you look towards um, Rock and Roller Coaster, you can actually see a drum set on the set up on top of the show building for the roller coaster that you can't see any other time. So it's kind of cool, cool in that way. Yeah. Um, but if you aren't on the ride, you can't see it. So still, still not cool enough to get me on the ride. Sorry. Okay. Well. Um. So I. Because it is a haunted hotel, that's why the the elevator goes up and down. So, haunted ho- think haunted hotel theming, which means they don't clean. It's like haunted mansion, except for they don't clean ever. So, dust buddies, spider webs, just looks like nothing's been touched in. It's supposed to be twenty. It's supposed to be from the nineteen twenties or thirties. 
because that's the theming around this park. So think about nothing been touched for that long. So that's how they get all the dust and stuff on the everything everywhere. It's, it's cool. Just thinking if this one has stairs in it. I don't remember. I can't recall. Someone can, might be shouting at us right now going, yes, it has stairs to get on it. I don't remember. It's not coming to me. It has two showrooms just like the other, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride in California Adventure. So they have multiple elevators and showrooms, uh, pre-showroom. So I never remember. Highly recommend it. Um, my favorite ride of this, I love to tell the story, is these I uh, we went I was with one of my friends we were rode rock and roller coaster and went out front of rock and roller coaster and we're behind these two older ladies like I want to say they're in like at least 60s to 70 year old ladies going to Disney by themselves so Disney by themselves one of the ladies had been on Hollywood Tower of Terror the other one had not been Twilight on Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And she was just telling her, oh yeah, it's a good ride. It's fine. You'll like it. So we heard them in line. So then we are like, well, now we have to go with them. And so we hoped we would be in the same elevator as them because we just wanted to see her reaction. So we <laughs> ended up in the same one. So the picture uh, that they take is at the very top of the ride. And so there's this picture of these the one lady who'd never been on, like, terrified out of her because she didn't expect the drops. The other lady's just looking at her. And me and my friend, who are sitting right beside them, also just staring at her because we just wanted to see her reaction at the first drop. And she was freaking out. It was amazing. And she's like, and so when the ride ends, she goes, you didn't tell me there was all these drops. So it was it's an amazing. It was an amazing, amusing time. It's one of my favorites. Um, I've been on it so many times. Um, the other thing that's at this section of the park on Sunset Boulevard is uh, there's the big long entrance that gets you into the Phantasmic Theater. So, unlike in California Disneyland, where they have Phantasmic kind of in the middle of the park, this has a separate theater. For Fantasmic that they load up at night and then you get to watch the the show and have an actual seat rather than standing. The show is not the same. It is it is it. I I was gonna say at this point, just as an aside, um, not as like a a criticism or anything, but uh, when the when the nighttime shows like Fantasmic are not necessarily right in your, like right in front of your face, if you will. Like not something where you like, oh, what's everyone doing lining up over here for this thing? Um, Or like, oh, why is everyone like gathered around the rivers of America in Disneyland um, at nighttime? Like what's going on? Um, If you didn't know that that there was like this show and it was like off in its own special place. Like you just wouldn't know. Right. So that is one advantage I feel 
as someone who has been to Disneyland multiple times is that even if you didn't know what was going on, you would sort of figure out like, Oh, there's probably some sort of parade going on over here. Or, Oh, there's probably like phantasmic going on over here. Um, just because it's right amongst like where you're walking to go from one thing to another and stuff. So when it's in Disney world and it's like out of the way and stuff that really does require you to, um, I guess do your research to know that that's where it is um, and to really pre-plan so that you know when you're going to do that. Um, So it can't be as spontaneous, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Um, As opposed to when you're in Disneyland, for example, and you're just walking around and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, look, I think something's going to start over here. And then you just accidentally end up watching Fantasmic or something. So um, that's my two cents worth. And I know I'm the organized person. So this is like, I know what you're thinking. You're like, why would Amanda not want it organized? Um, It's not that I don't want it organized. I just feel like sometimes then you're sort of missing out on the spontaneity that sometimes leads to some of the funnest Disney moments. I agree with you there. I like it when it's not out in the middle of nowhere. Um, that being said, I enjoy Phantasmic in this location. It's, I kind of like it because it's out in the middle of nowhere. So that you're all, that you don't have to be there 15 hours early to get there. That's true. See. And you get to sit. Yes. So there is that. Like, <laughs> they have that is a big plus, guys. You get to sit. They have snacks really close by, so I don't have to go find park popcorn on the other side of a lagoon or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, to get that experience, they have snacks like right in built in the theater area. So Disney did an okay job there. Um, it just misses some of the panaz that you get at the Disneyland version, anyways, because a they don't have the pirate ship. So I always I'm like, man, that pirate ship makes it for me. Yeah, um, and they're not using what they have the same way. So they have everything for Phantasmic here is built for Phantasmic where at Disneyland, like you could be on the pirate ship earlier and then it could be used at Phantasmic that night, the same pirate ship that you were on, which is kind of cool. I think in my brain. So Mm. for the storytelling of it. So I'm just saying it's there. You have to search it out. We're currently not doing Phantasmic due to COVID. Hopefully it's another one that they bring back soon as well um they're bringing back a whole bunch of nighttime spectaculars so i feel like it's coming back in 2022 this year it says returning 2022 Mm, we just don't know when at this point so this is kind of like as i said this is like the dead end so when you get to phantasmic and that theater that is as far as you can go in one direction in hollywood studios and this way you have to turn around to walk back so this is kind of where hub and spoke or a circular type path would be lovely. But no, you have to turn around and go all the way back to the other end to get back to that main section there to go anywhere else in the park from here. So yeah. I'll say, uh, I'll say go here first kind of cause I used to say go here first cause all the big rides were the big attractions were here now with other tr- places being busier this is going to be quieter most of the time so maybe not have to go there as much yeah because both of those rides are not continuous loading rides they're going to take they're a little bit longer waits usually both uh you have to wait to another they can 
another roller coaster car or another elevator to get on both those rides. So just a little side note there. Yeah. So when you get back to the main plaza area, um, the first thing, the other thing you're going to see, I kind of skipped over it. When we're looking down that main street when you walk in, is you're going to see Man- the replicated version of Man's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. So this kind of brings that Hollywood feel to it. And they've done an, a spectacular job of that replication of that theater. Yes, it's really nice. It is, to me, it's still the focal point of this park. This park has had multiple focal points over the years, so... Yes. It used to be the big giant Sorcerer Mickey hat was in the main plaza here, uh, and they took that out. Well, ironically, not ironically, but last time we were there, we were watching them take it out. So I have a picture of one day they had less hat, the next day had less hat, um, of them taking out the magical Sorcerer Mickey hat. It really had no point in the park, so I'm not sad to see it go. Right, yeah. It was just a thing. Without a purpose. And it blocked the view of Man's Chinese Theater, which to me is spectacular in the end of the the road there. Yeah. The look of it. Totally. So. Um, the other thing that you're going to see from this offshoot is the Brown Dury restaurant. So there's a, a a sit-down restaurant in this area. It's a steakhouse. American sit-down food. Not my favorite restaurant in the park. To the point of, I don't even think I've actually eaten in this one. There's nothing about it that makes me want to go to it. So, um, That being said, they do have... They used to at least have Imagineer dinners there that you could eat with an Imagineer. That reason, mm. that for that reason, maybe I'd go, but that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. So, besides being a beautiful focal point, man's Chinese theater inside of it is a newer attraction that I have not ridden. Me neither. One of my favorites. All of us, uh, everyone liked it in this in our family. Uh, so, used to be the great movie ride, which. Uh, was a ride through the movies. A tour through the movies, as they used to say. Yes! Um, so it would take you... You'd be in these big kind of tram-like car train things, and you would have someone as your host on it, and you would go through different movies in history. So there was a Wizard of Oz-themed area. There was an Aliens-themed area. They talked about westerns they talked about all sorts of different like famous actors and stuff they had models of them in this area and you used to go through it and it was a great ride it was a great attraction i enjoyed it multiple people did enjoy it the waiting in line the line the queue line was kind of boring at points it was long usually yes but it was the first place that we ever got a red card so that was exciting (laughs) our first red card wow yeah i don't remember that but okay um the attraction that was the attraction but the nice part about it is they do when you get into the one room it is built like a theater but you're like in a cattle pen queue going up and down but they are playing like old trailers from old movies and stuff so that's kind of keeps you at least somewhat entertained but besides that there is a hallway where they used to have old props from costumes from different things but yeah. it was very boring queue line. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, they have now got written the group. They uh, took out the great movie ride. And I know lots of people out there feel the same way as we do. It is. It's a tragedy. A- it is a tragedy. <laughs> I was going to say almost a tragedy. No, it is a tragedy. Um, and they re- replaced it with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Train. If I got the name correctly, I always forget it. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Runaway Railway. Say that 50 times fast. It is uh, kind of the same theme, but not in cartoon Mickey and Minnie. I can't... Again, I cannot speak to a lot of this. I have not written it yet, but uh, that has replaced the Great Movie Ride in this park. Mickey Minnie really didn't have an attraction or a big present in this park before this, so I can't. I can't speak to it. I don't know. I am sad that, that they've taken away the Great Movie Ride, though. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I was gonna look at a ride through view. Mm-hmm. Of it, uh, but I didn't. <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's like, do I? And then I was like, no, don't spoil it for yourself. What if you go there and then you'd, you've already looked at it? So again, it's like one of those things where I don't know, when I was researching yesterday, I was like, maybe I'll look at it. And I was like, no, don't. No, don't. Hold yourself back. Just wait. Maybe you'll see it next time we go. Yeah. We will. Um, but... It's there. It's a it's a thing. It's there. It's a thing. That's always that bodes well when that's what I say about it. Yeah, um, exactly. Kind of the other thing, kind of off to the right of the animation courtyard is sorry is the animation courtyard from Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Runaway Railway. There is the animation courtyard, which has really has it has. The Disney Junior Play and Dance kind of theater area and the where you can see Disney pals. So Disney Junior characters are going to be in this spot. It's the only place to see them. Yeah. So go see them there. Um, And then they have a building that's kind of empty right now. It used to be used to have uh, animation classes in it. So like that's drawing classes we talked about. In California Adventure used to be in this building here. They're no longer there. It's kind of an empty space that they kind of use when they use it for what they use it as whenever they do it. Yeah. The animation courtyard is not what it used to be. That's all I'm going to say. And I miss it. I used to spend a lot of time just hanging out in there. But so if when they start parades and stuff, parades and stuff will start there. They had Star Wars Launch Bay in there recently was the last thing that was in there for seeing star wars characters that's this is where star wars lives in florida star wars lives here all of star wars lives in this park there's that um there's also a theater there that used to be a little mermaid show so another show attraction i watched it a couple times i wasn't a huge fan of it but it's there if you want to see it it no longer is showing at this current at this current time due to COVID restrictions. It is no longer oper it's no it's not operating at this time. But it's there. So before we go any further into this park, we decided we need to uh again break this into into a second episode because there's so much to talk about in the 
little things in this park that you don't think is a big park, but it's a big park. Yes, it's a bigger park now that they've added so much extra stuff. So we will get there. And also some of my favorite restaurants are in this park and we haven't got there yet. So that'll be fun. Um, So stay tuned. Uh, Disney news. Disney news. Disney, Disney news. Um, starting next month, because we're at the end of February, is Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. Um, is opening, finally, for this two-night Disney World experience for the roundabout price between... 3000 to 5000 US not Canadian US funds um for your 2 day experience in this galactic star cruiser so photos and everything have been coming out for this and as we mentioned before yeah I mean okay so I looked at some of the cuz they let media go in and influencers and all of that jazz um over the last little bit so that's why we're getting all these new pictures and videos and stuff cuz they knew that they had to do something or it would be bad um so I did watch a little bit of a video of uh some reporter that went on the thing um again if you're cluster first of all this is my first note. If you're claustrophobic, this is not going to be a great experience for you. Because, <laughs> because all of the windows are not actual windows to the actual outside, of course, because you're supposed to be on a star cruiser. So you get to see space, which is great. But if you are claustrophobic, um, it's it's not great for you. So that's my first little hiccup. Um, my second little hiccup was like, so in the video I was watching, like Chewie just randomly shows up, which is fine. Chewie shows up. It's great. Um, and then they have to like hide Chewie and like get him into a safe hiding spot or something like that. So like there's lots of like story elements that will happen throughout your journey on your star cruiser. Um, uh, and there's different, there's probably different paths you can take um based on you know the experience whatever they decide um which my husband pointed out is just a marketing scheme to get you to go back cuz you can you can go back and have different story timelines if you have like that extra $6000 US just sitting around burning a hole in your pocket so um so there's that um she did film herself eating something and it was, there was shrimp in whatever she was eating, but because they wanted to make it all like space, like they left like the legs and the skin on the, <laughs> and so she was like, I don't know how to eat this. So she tried to like peel it, but then like she didn't peel it very well. And then she tried to eat it. And then there was still a leg. Anyways, that eh, there's stuff like that, that I'm just like, eh, you know, like, really? For $6,000. It was better than the picture I saw of the blue shrimp. Which oh, looked blue shrimp. Like, least appealing thing ever. Like, they just dyed this fleshy part of the shrimp blue, and, like, the tail was still pink. It just did not look appetizing at all. I'm like, I don't know if I... I sent it out at work the other day. I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to eat this shrimp. Just yeah. doesn't look appealing. Yeah. Um, 
So it's interesting to see these kind of these reviews, the the thing. And yeah, the timeline and the storyline is going to be different depending supposedly whether which side you choose because you can choose sides. So whether you are of on I want to say I was going to say the good side. It's not the good side, but it, the one side versus the other side. Um and it's very it's very your phone based. That's the other thing I've noticed. It's what they call the your data pad, which is your own cell phone that you have on this app that they that you can make selections for and then get communications for and stuff on your cell phone. So you need to have a cell phone and can and data connected to it because I don't know how Wi-Fi is going to be everywhere that you can and battery power for this all to work. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's also a little interesting as well. So yeah, some of the food looks a little again interesting. The rooms looked really tiny as well. Like I'm just saying for six thousand dollars for two nights. Is it two nights? Yes. Yeah. Forty eight hours. Yeah, 48 hours. So it's not even two nights. It's one night, two days. It just seems like a lot. It, it it would really have to be like spectacular for me to spend that much. Mm-hmm. It does include your, uh, your entrance into Galaxy's Edge for one day as well. Because they do, do have that transport too. But yeah, for the rooms and the $1,000 bunk bed, because if you think about it, you're paying $1,000 sleep in a bunk bed. Um, it seems a lot of it much, but we'll have to yeah, see. And you you only, you don't get the full day in the park either. So like they take you there and you get like a few hours to go do all the Star Wars stuff. I mean, I guess you could probably just stay there and do other stuff if you chose to, but then you miss out on some of the storyline stuff, um, according to their website and one of the schedules that I looked at yesterday. So, again, it's like one of those things where you're like, well... Yeah, you're like, well, I don't know if I want to want to do that right so i i understand what your viewpoint is you don't get a full day you're paying for that admission but you don't get the full time there and you're really just going to that um some of the cool though features are there are different restaurants and supposedly different entertainment there's also one of a kind merchandise in the shops so one of the things i've read is that you're like encouraged to dress like character like dress in a certain way in which, therefore, then you can buy clothes to make you fit in. Which I feel like if people did it, it would make the experience more immersive. But people aren't going to waste their money once they spend all that money. Or are they? Maybe they will. Maybe I'm wrong. I would not put more money into it. That's just me. No. Exactly. The other Disney's Disneyland is going to go through a change. Uh, Toontown is closing. Um, they are adding. They are adding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Nope, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway to Toontown at Disneyland California, and that's getting close. So that is the kind of the newest thing 
coming. Um, the other thing that everybody was talking about this week is the, the accidental oopsies that a uh, certain ride that people have been anticipating opening uh, Memorial Day long weekend. So if you are anywhere near Twitter this week, you might have seen that certain uh, vice presidents of Disney operations. I, sorry, vice, vice president of Disney wrote a certain, uh, uh, not Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster for Epcot and uh, took a picture of himself and said, Look forward to you all riding it Memorial Day long weekend. So um, they kind of gave out that secret this week so hopefully supposedly that might be opening might be open memorial day this long weekend this uh i mean may <laughs> uh, that's really funny uh so that was kind of uh, an amusing disney moment this week as well yeah they like to th they're throwing spoilers out left right and center right now with disney uh, by accident so i don't know what's going on with the company but yes it's pretty great um, oh, and then the only other Disney news that I just wanted to mention is that they're bringing back the Main Street Electrical Parade um, to Disneyland. So that's that was super exciting. Um, and they're adding things to it to make it more spoofy for its anniversary, um, which, again, that's my favorite nighttime parade. So I read all it I have to say. I read it and I was saw it and I thought of my sister and I was like, oh, Amanda, and she had already posted about it on Facebook. So, <laughs> you know, she's excited when uh, she beat me to telling her about something Disney because usually I can tell her before she reads about it, but she was super excited about that. So it's been a big week for Disney news this week. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so much. Um, so thanks for listening to this episode. Um, we'll be back to finish uh, Hollywood Studios next time. Uh, whenever that happens to be, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. Um, but please, if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, you will never miss a uh, an episode from us because we always post on there first when an episode is up. So if you follow us at One of Us on Main Street, um, you'll be sure to know when the next part of this uh, two-parter is uh, uploaded and you can download it. Uh, you can also follow us on any place to get your podcast and subscribe to us and you will get a notification as well there that, Hey, our next episode is up. Um, you can also leave us a review on Apple podcasts. Um, that would also help uh, to get the word out that we are there. Um, Cause we tell people, but you know, you could help us by doing that or also share about our podcast. If you're enjoying it, um, that's also helpful. And thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening and uh, participating and following and sharing. And, you know, we like to hear that you're there. And if you want to tell us maybe your part, favorite part of Disney Hollywood Studios or your favorite lost attraction that's no longer there, maybe um, you can do that as well. So please gather up all your personal belongings and please exit to the right and have a magical day.